This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. So for now, hey, our fearless friends, here's Lisa Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries, 220 TV radio terrestrial satellites, and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. Once again, we are joined by yet another phenomenal guest. So who is my guest of today? Well, I'm very honored and privileged to introduce to you Heather Andrews. Heather Andrews is a visibility strategist, publisher, and eight-time best-selling author on Amazon. After starting over after job restructuring in 2015, Heather believes everyone has a story to share to help inspire others. Heather helps individuals grow their influence with power of story and podcasting. Heather published over 90 Amazon best-selling authors under the Follow It Through publishing label. She believes in the power of story and reinvention of self and has inspired many to believe the same. Wow. Welcome to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Heather, how are you, our friend? I am doing great today. Thank you for having me. Well, it's such a privilege to have you here. And of course, somebody who's near and dear to both of our hearts has been raving about you, which is how we came to meet one another. So I'd be remiss if I didn't give a public shout out of gratitude to Marnie Allison, one of my mentoring clients who has come upon your path and you're doing wonderful things for the trajectory of her journey and really taking her vertical. So on behalf of the role I play for Marnie and really caring about her as a human being, I want to also personally say thank you to you as well. I love Marnie. <laughs> She's amazing. She truly, she is amazing. truly is. And so when we talk about story and we talk about your story, and of course, this is an opportunity uh, for the listening audience to really get a sense of the backstory, because a lot of the people who I bring on to uh, the global platforms here, you know, it's about success, it's about accolades, it's about all kinds of notoriety. But to make it truly relatable for people uh, and to get them involved in the process of stepping up and leveling up in their own journey, uh, Heather, I really like to first and foremost delve back, dial back to the reinvention process where this once upon a time took you on the path of what we're now talking about today for all of your success. So let's talk about the restructuring in 2015, because you could have picked a whole myriad of different directions in which to go. Why this one specifically? It was 
Thank you, Lisa, for that. You know, it's funny how life happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that is really the beginning of the, the reinvention. I was restructured out from a 12 year career in healthcare management. And I was, and I made the decision because I kind of knew it was coming because they were doing all sorts of things and um, they, and they really made it known that this was happening. So when it happened, it was a surprise, but it wasn't a surprise. And I had had time to percolate what it was that I had been looking to do. And so when I got the restructuring, it didn't stop from the emotions of like why and anger and shame and self-worth plummeting and who I was as a, because I put everything into my job title. However, mm-hmm. I also knew that it had happened for a reason and I accepted that. And I went home that day of when I got the news and I said, I am not going back into management. I am going to do A, B and C, but I am going to explore coaching because I wanted to do leadership and team building because that was what my zone of genius was. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I had enrolled in a coaching program um, because I felt that that was where I was supposed to go. And just through that journey, I landed up being, I met a woman by the name of Deanne Roundrow. And from there, I was introduced to a publisher by the name of Kate Gardner, now Kate Batten. And I had written in a book called The Women Women in, uh, women in business. And it was a compilation. And I thought, I can't write, which is what most people think. And mm-hmm. when I actually wrote, and when I actually moved through that space, I, it was a life changing event for me, in just Beautiful. so many levels, it was healing, it was, I actually knew more than I thought that I did. And I could actually write. And when that book came out, it really changed my coaching program. And I landed up rebranding under follow it through and we just moved forward. And when, and it was Kate Gardner who said to me with all of your management experience, I think you would be a great publisher. If I mentored you, what would that look like? And I said, let's do it. But the, wow. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And the, the beautiful part about that was, um, there was a pivotal moment where it kind of, she offered the opportunity and it was in our city of Calgary, Alberta, the oil uh, and gas industry had plummeted at the same time. And I thought, you know what, if I'm having issues redefining who I am and starting over in my 40s, there's got to be other people struggling with this as well. So the story that I wrote in Obstacles Equal Opportunity Volume 1, where I brought together 23 amazing humans to talk about their experiences of obstacles and how it transitioned into an opportunity, it was really about my job loss and how I started to redefine and learn who I was as a human. Because with all of the roles that we play, we sometimes lose ourselves into who we are. Mm -hmm. And when I re-rate, and I think that you've gone through some of the same stuff. Well, it's, you, you are. You're striking a chord with me, and I think of truly every author, because what precipitates somebody from, you know, thinking about something, because it's one thing to think about something or to contemplate something, but it really, to, to, to take it to the next level where it becomes an actual tangible item or it, it turns into fruition coming to reality, you really do have to take actionable steps. You really do have to mentor up. And so as a result of you 
believing in yourself and for you knowing that you did have to reinvent yourself, that was non-negotiable. I mean, we have to sustain ourselves. We have to make a living. But you did so by not falling back and defaulting to what would have been comfortable or what would have been familiar based on your other level of previous expertise. But going, you know what? This is a blank canvas. This is an opportunity for me to truly step into something that is purpose-driven, uh, where I can liberate and empower and advocate for other people and make them also shine and recognize that there is truly a story within them. Tap into that, unleash that and bring that to the forefront and make that a global universal message because what we don't, we don't know what we don't know. Uh, and as a result of you deciding to mentor up and to really believe in what other people saw in you, this is now birthed a beautiful business for you. And it's a business that's impactful and it's offering value for the Marnies of the world. Um, so let's, let's talk about the world of publishing because, you know, there's so many publishers out there. There's so many authors out there. There's so many people utilizing all these global platforms in which to impart their message for uplifting and empowering other people. Uh, but let's talk about what makes your publishing company to your way of thinking, uh, Heather, unique in the way that it stands apart from the rest. What is your signature touch? Our signature touch is we really, we honor the person in their story. And mm -hmm. we do publish fiction and nonfiction. And we do help entrepreneurs share their business knowledge with the world. And we're ever expanding. But the true piece that makes us unique is that I am, I help the authors come from that place of fear and shame full of excuses they know that they have a story but they don't know necessarily how to get it out there mm -hmm. so when we when they come to us we meet them where they are at and we also have a publishing team that is also structured a little bit more unique because we have the editing team or the our editing team is divided into three sections we have our structural editors our copy editors and our proofreaders and the individual is working with me individually as they move through the publishing process to help with their mindset and their marketing platform but they're also working individually with our each each set of editors that they are assigned because they we believe in that you have a story to tell therefore it should be the most impactful that it can be and we actually go above and beyond to ensure that that story is told with their voice their impact and because their book is a true reflection of who they are and the story that they're sharing is going to change someone else's life and it's going to help them inspire and know that this other person is not alone and how we and we so we do this so we publish solo authors in that in that reference but we also do co-authored compilation books because sometimes people don't have a whole book in them yet they mm -hmm. are on they are on a road to discovery and therefore they have a story that that might be 3500 words and they wanted but they don't necessarily want to do it alone and that was where i started and how that goes is when they come to us they will you know we bring together like we have our signature series we have obstacles equal opportunity we have the what's it got to do with it series and we always do compilations to offer that opportunity to someone that's ready to share their story they want to sort of experience the world of publishing share their story in a smaller level but also uh they if they want to be a part of a community because they don't want to do it alone mm -hmm. and so when and so a lot of times in the world of self-publishing, think people think that, oh, yeah, I just have to write this book, 
you know, get a, you know, get a stop photo, slap it on a piece of paper and off it goes. But there is more to that because this book is your legacy. This book is your reference point. And so this is why we meet people where they are at and we bring them in and we bring them forward. And so we do the mindset. We do we help them market. We help them show up on social media. We help them get visible with the power of their story so that they can become influencers in how they want to show up and be impactful and create that community. And also, if they wanted to use their book as a business, we teach them that. Mm-hmm. And that is what makes us different. Beautiful. Well, I suspect that you probably simultaneously are wearing both the coaching hat and the publisher hat when you're interfacing with people who are on the path of initially connecting with you and then when they become more immersed in the process uh, from beginning to end. So, you know, because as you touched upon, and it's very true for what I do and for a lot of people do as well, you are working with the initial mindset because some people, it's the, you know, they they struggle with the imposter syndrome or they think, you know, who's going to listen to me? What do I have that's worthy of, of catching on across the world that could impact difference and shift, you know, be a paradigm shift for other people and uh, raising the level of consciousness and awareness for other people. So you're, you're dealing with a whole host of pre-scripts that have been indoctrinated into people's mindsets where they think they're not good enough, they're not worthy enough, they're not deserving enough. And so for them to produce the type of book that you see uh, that they're capable of producing, you would have to peel back the onion and get them really tapping into what makes them uniquely them before the book becomes uniquely signature to them. Correct? Correct. Absolutely. And we help them. and, And most people have... Uh, they've experienced trauma, they've experienced, and it's really, and the guts of what's so inspiring is, it's the how behind how they've moved from it. And it is amazing to me at how many people know that they have a story, yet there's so much, and I mean, there's been so many authors that I have such high respect for because they've come out out of some pretty horrific situations Mm -hmm. and they've, and they've chosen to be an inspiration and an influencer and share their story. But when they came to that from that space, they still had a lot of shame. And my message is really giving people not permission, but to understand what they've conquered means something. And it's, and it's helped them become who they are and what they're supposed to teach in this world and even help shine the light for someone else. And when you, when you own that, and it's what you've conquered that makes you the expert. Mm-hmm. And it and it can be business, it can be power of story, it can be short story. When you put that vulnerability face on, that makes you real and relatable. And our world is hungry for that. Absolutely. And, and I've seen so many people established relationships in our co-authored books in our in our compilation books and even the community that in the online space that I have as well as our own community within our own province people are joining together to build businesses and do workshops and and it's just it, it it's magnifying and that is really powerful to me because it's unique people coming together through the power of story to go out and help move other people in that space and bring them into that community of healing. Because awesome. one thing one thing about the writing piece is how healing it is. 
and I never believed it because I had never done it until I started to write. Mm-hmm. And when we publish those stories out to the world, it, it's almost like people go, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Move on. And, and it's creating the new chapter that's one of celebration, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, let's talk about the word influencer, because, you know, as people such as ourselves, Heather, who are immersed in the world of personal growth, personal development, and that's certainly a big part of the demographic for the listening audience and the podcast subscribers and for authors, um, you know, a lot of words tend to be quite trendy. It's buzzword. It's the flavor of the month. But I'd really appreciate if we could scale back based on your understanding, your interpretation and the clients who you're serving, who become these successful authors. Uh, what is their understanding? What is your understanding with regards to the term uh, influencer, because it, it really does mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But I'd be more so obviously interested in knowing from your perspective, what that means to you and to your authors. For sure. And, and this is one of the things that it's, when we talk about getting visible, for, for instance, everybody's got their own definition of where that what spotlight they want to be in. Sometimes people want to be as as large as the Tony Robbins, and that's where they're going or the Rachel Hollis's or things like that. Whereas other people are like, you know what, I just want to publish my story. And I just want to share it with my friends. And that's, that's, that's good for me. And so it, it almost is like the definition of success. So definition of success for different people means different things. And that's the way I look at the word of influencer. And influence means that, you know, it can be, you can be a mom, you're influencing your children. You can be a daughter and you're influencing your mom. And it's, mm-hmm. it's those types of things that it's a word that it's where you want to go with it is and how you big you want to take it is really the... the the space of it. And so when I think of myself as an influencer, I just want to bring people together with the power of their story and know that they're not alone in that space. And for me to be the influencer in that, it really just means that I have lived and breathed reinvention. I have redefined my life. I have come through something that many thousands and millions of people have come through, but it's just being vulnerable about really like what it meant in that space. And, Mm -hmm. and, and I didn't ever think that I was going to be an author, a best-selling one at that. I never thought that I was going to own a publishing company because when I come out of healthcare to publishing, how does it work? And really, but it's, it's, it's the journey and the lessons that I've learned from birth till now, as I stand at 49 years old, that I've, I've moved into my business and it's those skill sets and those, it's those, it's the innate essences and the core values and who we are that helps us become an influencer. And it's what I find is that when people tell story and they show a piece of their heart, a piece of who they are, a piece of their core essence, that's what people relate to. And when you have people who will, who follow your story and they trust you, you become an influencer. Mm-hmm. Very and true. Whether that's, and that, whether that be one, and I always said that if your book changed one person's life, it's been worth it. 
Mm-hmm. And I have, and I have hundreds of stories of people who've reached out to me that say like, thank you for, you know, giving me the permission to know that I'm worth something. Thank you for letting me know that that trauma that happened to me actually can be used for a, be- a benefit to someone else. Thank you for sharing with me that it's okay to be unique and it's okay to stand out because to build a business like I have, people have thought that I am crazy. Seriously. I hear you. you, Why would you do that to yourself? Because I've never been happier. The people that I have met and the lives that have been changed from what they have learned and what they've have embraced and what they've been open to and the create and, and where they're, changing and their freedom and all of those excellent things that have come out from them sharing their story and they're changing lives now. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a word that it's, it's a buzzword for sure. But really it's like, if, if you can go out and share that story, connect to somebody else in the world and you have become an influencer in that space, in your space, mm-hmm. you, and, and that is the essence of that word in my mind. Beautiful. Well, I really appreciate you extrapolating upon that um, because that gives us all more insight into who you are as a human being before we start talking about the successes of what you've built and branded for yourself. Uh, So for the people who are listening, because there's a lot of people who would be tuning into this show, Heather, and, you know, they feel perhaps they've got a story that they want to birth. Uh, but they don't quite know how to cross over the echelon of, "Mm, I'm thinking about it, but there's still that level of trepidation uh, or trepidation and they're feeling a little bit unsure of themselves. What would you say if if, if the people who are listening right now and this is exactly the space that they're in and they're thinking about taking that leap of faith with you, pretending that this is like an initial consult and somebody is saying, you know, can you tell me a little bit more about your business? What would be the first point of action? What's expected? What's the level of commitment? How are you going to help kind of navigate me throughout this journey? Call it holding my hand a little bit or being the voice of reason or expertise. What would you say if we were in a role play situation right now and I am a listener tuning in and reaching out to you for an initial consult? What would you say to make me emphatically go, yeah, I definitively have to do this. I have to commit to this. I am compelled to do this. Yeah. So where we start with the people that, as you describe, wanting to write their story, but they don't know how. Mm-hmm. That is really where my company started. And that's why we spend so much time up front you know, helping that client understand a what their story is, because people have many uh, where they want to go in that space. So they would literally they would book a call with me and I help them understand the writing process, like how my company would take them from point A to like idea to implementation. And that's and that's why we meet people where they're at in their space, because some people have, you know, 10,000 words written. Some people have an idea and we really hone in on what they want their book to represent, what Mm -hmm. they where they want to go with it. Uh, And some people really come to me and they just say, I just want people to know what is possible. And so when they do the, the discovery call with me, that's when they say, "Okay." I'm ready to move on to the next space. And so we actually do three onboarding calls with 
our potential clients so that they build that relationship with us. So once they have that call with me, then it's what happens and they say, yes, I'm in and I want to do this. And let so let's move to the next level. And you can tell me what this looks like. I will bring in my, I will have another call with them and I will bring in my business manager and my business manager will, you know, we customize what type of book they want, you, you know, and if they want, you know, like different marketing packages and different mentorship. And we really, because there's different levels of support that people require. Some people say, you know what, I'm going to put my, my deposit down. I'll be back in six months and you, and then we can, and they sign the contract and they go. Other people mm-hmm. need accountability. So we really hone in on what that client needs to get their book out there so that it's not 10 years from now. Exactly. Yeah. And then once they, then we have, then we, you know, we will give them a quote, we'll give them the contract, we'll follow. And then there's a third call that happens and we basically do the full on, okay, this is your timeline. This is your, you know, this is what everything is. So because it's not just one of those. And some people come to me and say, I'm ready. It's like, okay, let's go. And mm-hmm. then at that point, you know, sometimes they will, we'll just book them into the call with my business manager and she does all the onboarding and then, but they are, but all of my clients are in touch with me personally at every touch point of every phase. And they're also getting mentored by me as well. So they, they really are brought in gently and we really hone in on what they need as our client, which is very different from a lot of other publishing houses mm, or clubs. absolutely and because I believe in that individual attention and it's their story it is their mm-hmm. legacy and therefore they need to be honored in that space because they are sharing a piece of them to the world and that needs to be nurtured at every phase bingo bingo well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I subscribe to everything that you stand for wholeheartedly with regards to how you roll out the business and the soft skill approach to treating each client individually and uniquely based on everybody being different, right? And their story mm-hmm. being different and their motivation and their incentive for wanting to take that leap of faith with you being very uniquely different. So knowing, Heather, that you've published over 90 Amazon best-selling authors, and I'm sure you could probably... Uh, conjure up many examples in terms of answering my next question, but for transformation that you have seen from working with somebody in the initial uh, stages to the book coming to fruition and it being a tangible uh, product and them going virtual with the advertising, the marketing, the promotion, uh, getting on the stage, getting on podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. If you could maybe just think of whomever initially springs to mind for you, the most transformational aspect of growth that you've noticed in one of the authors that you've worked with on all levels, personally, spiritually, emotionally, professionally. The one that always comes to mind, there's, there's, um, there's one that always comes to mind besides Marnie Allison, who Mm -hmm. is, you know, who I met actually at a speaker's event she basically stood up and said you know after this journey happened I went to Africa and I am going to write a book about how the monk the gorilla and the orphan changed my life (laughs) and you know and I went wow I need Mm -hmm. to know her (laughs) yes um and because our journeys were very similar and having watched her 
grow and be so excited and launch her company called Transform the Journey to help other people get unstuck in their life by defining herself as a redesign strategist and seeing the differences that she's making and then not only and then launching one book but then you know launching a whole other business around travel with travel solo with her business with her business card book it has been evolutionary to watch her grow it has just been outstanding and she's become a very good friend of mine as well so with that space like there's marnie and then there's my very good friend um Dr. Erin Oxall, and she has an amazing story, and she wrote in my very first compilation, and I met her in a group online, and I did a post for the compilation, Obstacles Equal Opportunity, Volume 1, and she was like, ooh, I don't know about this, because if I share this particular story, my practice might totally collapse, Mm. but that was her biggest fear. Right. Mm -hmm. Because in her mind, she was a perfectionist and you didn't share that story because you were a doctor and you should be perfect. And right. But she said, you know what? I'm in. And that book gave her a platform to share that story. And her story has gone on to actually do the total opposite for her business because she's actually still practicing as a psychologist, but she's gone on to be become um, a very definite high-end speaker as well as business coach. And her business has blossomed and her speaking has blossomed and she's speaking on stages in the United States and she's been, she's recognized by top leaders and, and she's actually now gone on to write her own book that went bestseller and she's written in four other four other books as well, best selling. And it's just amazing to have watch her grow and see how audiences just just love on her and how mm. she inspires so many. Because she was in Calgary and we did our event and we had about sixty people at our event, and people just glued to her words, and they walked away and they were like, "My life is forever changed." And so had she not told that story, which made her more vulnerable and relatable, who knows whether she would have stepped into that speaker inspirational space and coach. That's beautiful, Heather. Really beautiful. And, you know, and I say this to people too, and I I know that you would attest to this as well, Heather, you know, you really have to step outside of the ego fear factor uh, in terms of playing small, because if you really embrace what it is that you have to share and impart with the rest of the world. To me, that's a part of due diligence. That's, I believe, our inherent responsibility because when we know that we are all lifted by someone else's example or by someone else's story and the ways in which that touched upon us and maybe viewed uh, ourselves differently or viewed the world differently or how we interacted with people and the world globally, um, you know, I think people who keep their message bottled up, they're doing a real disservice to humanity, knowing that there will always more than likely be one person who stands to change as a result of having heard your story, whether it be on the stage, whether it be on a podcast, whether it be in book format. And I think we owe that. I think that's the collective gift that we continuously give one another. And I believe that's the domino effect of what makes everybody rise in their own lives when they see that other people have stepped forward to do exactly the same thing. So, 
you know, for somebody like yourself, Heather, who is very goal oriented, for somebody who's very deliberate and intentional in their leadership as a servant leader, uh, for somebody who's thriving in their business, loves what they do, does what they love, uh, and is making a huge, profound difference in so many people's lives, you know, what is it that you do? Call it daily ritual, call it proclamations, call it daily regimen that keeps you on the straight and narrow, that keeps you grounded within yourself and focused on going, okay, there's still more that I can do here. There's still a bigger game that I myself can play on the international stage. So what is that regimen or ritual or mantra for you? Surrounding myself with the right people, A, uh, because I have grown an amazing team because I started with a team once I started publishing because I had an editor and a graphic designer and and then it, it is now blossomed into 18 beautiful souls. Editors, graphic designer, business manager, project manager, network manager, and it's uh and it is my te- it's my management team that keeps me grounded on a day-to-day basis because they believe in my vision. And so that is step number one is surround yourself with people that believe in believe in you, but you have to believe in yourself. And mm-hmm. first, and when I was restructured out. There was a lot of self-doubt. There was a lot of self-worth issue because there was a stigma. And I always thought that people were perceiving me in a, in a totally different way. But that was a story that I told myself. And I basically have done over probably 150 hours of personal development <laughs> um, mm-hmm. to really get the tools and the strategies to so that when and recognize and be aware when I'm kind of moving through a space I know what it is that I need to do. It's like there's belief repatterning and it's being fully unaware of, okay, stop that negative stuff that you're telling yourself, that internal dialogue, because it does happen. And when it's like, why is this happening to me? Okay, victim statement. So it's like, okay, hang on. Whoa, whoa. Why? Why did this happen? All right. I know that I'm stepping into something bigger and it's the perspective the perspective and the belief and the awareness are sort of the key things that I hone in on on an internal basis. And once I figured out that my self-worth was my biggest was my biggest commodity mm-hmm. and what I believed in self, that and I started to trust my instinct and listen to my gut, that's when really everything changed. And so when I'm in a bad space, is what happens is I basically will take a step back, take a big breath. And it's like, okay, why is this happening? Not to me, but just why is it happening? What is it in this obstacle, this lesson, this person, you know, maybe not liking how I showed up or what is it? What is the lesson? And so I look at it very objectively now (laughs) and I Mm -hmm. and I and if I need someone to reach out to I know who that person is I have my inner circle so so there's been a lot of change in that internal dialogue but and I've also gone back to faith you know I've I've moved away from God for a long time and but I realized that there is a there's a space of faith whether it be universe or you know chosen religion or spirituality it's the faith it is the mm-hmm. faith that that I am meant to do something different because the universe keeps bringing me back into my business and the opportunity still comes and the obstacle comes 
that I'm supposed to learn to step into that opportunity. And so it's the awareness piece of that and the perspective of how I view things, even when things go bad. But I also recognize that there's sleep, health, wellness, Mm -hmm. mindset. And so, yes, I do go for daily walks. I make sure that I am the best version of me that I can be. The self-care piece has really become huge. The journaling, the gratitude, the gratitude Mm -hmm. has become huge. Do I get up in the morning? Yes, I do. I get up and I do my 10 reasons why I'm grateful for what it is that day and why. And that was my mindset coach, Ramona Remesat, intuitive leader that said, you can be grateful, but you have to indicate why. Yes. Because it puts it at a higher energy. And therefore, it's like, I'm grateful for the obstacles because I've learned more. And this is where I always joke with one of my business partners. I'm like, okay, I'm like Rocky, bring it on. (laughs) Hit me again. Universe, hit me again. Hit me again. Because that means that there's more coming. And it's going to be so good. I just got to learn the lessons to be there. And also, um, the lessons. The lessons make you powerful. The lessons make you more resilient. And there's a strength and a power that comes from that. And and it's also just listening. Because we live in this world that's so busy. And, you know, I go out to the water and walks and forest and more than I ever have because I need to stay grounded in this Mm -hmm. because I need to be aware of what's happening within my business because I've got multiple moving parts and I used to be one of these ones that was like busy 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 but and I'm still busy but it's my busy and I Mm -hmm. can and I have the space to say yes or no but I've set the boundaries I've set the communication and I run by my calendar And the biggest piece of that is I honor myself in that calendar and I'm a priority. And there's a couple of statements that I just want to throw in here because it's like one of the biggest statements that I heard and it was actually someone, it was a woman on our local radio show that said, I'm as important as everyone else in my life. Love it. So true. Right. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other piece was, you know, my survival story might be somebody else's survival guide. Mm, very true and love that and I posted that on my Facebook the other day and one guy quoted it last night because we did a publishing info night and there was about 15 people there and he's like I don't know where I heard that but we were talking about the uniqueness of story and one of the other things is is that it's a choice it's about choice and the choices that you make and I know that when I was in my dark spot in 2015, it was really around, I was more scared to stay in that space than I was to move forward. Yes. Love that too. No. And I, when we talk about fear and, you know, people say, so what is it that you're scared of? The only thing that scares me is mediocrity and complacency. You know, if things aren't changing and changing quick. That's when I start to get a little bit like, oh, okay, something's wrong. Something needs to be recalibrated. Something needs to be fixed here because it, it is the growth, the, the true momentous growth is in the unknown. It's taking those huge steps and leaps of faith. And clearly you have uh, done that, Heather. And so for the ways in which you have championed yourself, you have stepped up walking the talk as somebody who's truly empowered. Because if you aren't those things to yourself, good luck getting buy-in from anyone else, right? People, because people can discern that. And it's not really just based on what is said. It's oftentimes what is not communicated. It's the nonverbals. It's the lack 
of action taking. It's the lack of congruency or transparency. Um, so I just want to say for the ways in which you are the example to all the people who are listening, for the people that are in your coaching practice, for the authors who you are taking to best-selling status on Amazon and the plethora and the list for what else you do and all the hats you wear, Uh, I just want to say thank you because you're right. You said this in the intro. The world is hungry and starving for your message. Good, inspirational, profound, paradigm-shifting messaging. And uh, the role that you've taken in leading that and facilitating that and bringing other people's dreams and passions and sense of purpose to fruition, it's astounding. So for your contributions to humanity uh, and what you do on a day-to-day basis, not only in your own life to be that example for others uh, and for what you've done for others. I just want to say, Heather, uh, thank you so much. It, it, it really, that, when I listen to my guests, I'm taking notes here. I'm listening to you. You know, people think because this is my show or I'm the host or whatever. No, I'm a student of life and I'm forever learning from every single guest who is on the platform here, imparting their message, their wisdom, their backstory, their insights, uh, their experiences. So I want to give you the opportunity, Heather, how can people connect with you? Where can people buy these books, your books, your author's books? Um, How can people get you on their podcast, their radio show? How can people do articles on you, get you in their magazines? How how can people reach out to you? First, uh, thank you for all of those kind words, because I am just so honored Um, to be here and to hear everything that you're sharing and one of the biggest lessons too is all of the things that I've learned from my authors because I still am learning and I just want to put that out there because you're always learning and so people can reach out to me at heather at getyouvisible.com there is our website www.followitthrough.com or sorry www.followitthroughpublishing.com f o l l o w i t t h r u publishing.com all of our books are on amazon if you google in the search bar follow it through t h r u we've spelled it differently to make us a little bit unique and also too there is the heatherandrews.press website as well. Fantastic. And so for the benefit of the listening audience and eventually the podcast subscribers, um, you know, there's a wealth of yumminess that you've shared with all of us here, not only your own backstory and the way you view the world and the way you interact with people uh, and, and what you do as a viable business, a flourishing, successful, thriving business. Um, but what would you want the takeaway, the main takeaway or the breakthrough or the aha or the cathartic epiphany moment to be for the listening audience, if they could garner the significance of any one paramount thing that you have shared with us here on the Airways, Heather, what would you want that to be the most impressing uh, takeaway moment, comment, insight that you've shared with us? The story that you tell yourself can either hold you back or propel you forward. And in that Just know that the things that you have endured and the things that you have conquered make you an expert in that space. And your your story and in that unique experience, somebody needs it because it's you and I may have gone through the same event and Mm -hmm. we will come out with different perspectives. And somebody out there needs your perspective and they need my perspective. 
And so it's really becoming and embracing that expertise in your own life. And there is no shame in what you have been through. And there is no people need to hear it. And I just really want people to embrace what they have been through and just not use it in that shame capacity, but step in to the power that you have in that because you need to go out and share that. And it's, it just, it's, it's what makes the world connected. And when people know what others have been through, it makes their own journey hopeful and that there's faith that they're going to get through it. And if, and we aren't meant to do life alone, we're just not. Mm-hmm. And so I just ask that if somebody doesn't know and they're listening to this and they're like, I don't know where to reach out to. I encourage you to go to heatherandrews.press, type in in the notes section, click send, and I will put you in touch with someone that can help in that space that may have traveled the same story as you. Because that is what all of my authors, they've put themselves out there in that space. They've put their email, their website, and they want to help inspire. So if you're in that space and you feel that you're alone, reach out to me at heatherandrews.press, heather at getyouvisible.com, because I will connect you, because that I am a connector. I'm a story collector, um, and we can help you move through that space. Beautiful. Fantastic. And we talked a little bit, you you yourself were the one who made the reference to the word legacy. And for being a 30, uh, sorry, a 49-year-old woman, Heather, who has walked many paths in lives, uh, life and who has interfaced with thousands of people, um, people are going to, based on the nuance of their individual unique relationship with you, you're going to be remembered for many things, and perhaps much of which may still be unbeknownst to you. Not everybody shares the ways in which they've been moved, deeply moved, uh, or transformed by another human being. But talking about legacy, how is it that you hope to be most remembered? How is it, what is it that you've done that you're most proud of, or the quality that you embody as a human being, um, you know, as the attractor factor spiritually, more importantly, as, you know, just being the the messenger of kindness, the messenger of self-love, you know, how do you wish to most be remembered? When someone is talking about me at my eulogy, it will be that I have offered generations that are up and coming to know that they don't have to follow the norm. There's more than beyond the norm. There's tools, there's strategies, there's hope. There's, you know, and if you're getting up every day at 25 years old and you feel and your gut's on fire and you're like, I don't want to do this today, go find a different path because life is too short. And I always said that if I knew now what I knew at 35, my life would be so different. And so mine is really about modeling the way for my kids, their friends, that generation, and even people that have touched my life. And my legacy really is about happiness and knowing that you don't have to stay stuck in a space and be unhappy. And when you are open and you ask for and you even do like a pivotal shift in even the, in a different direction. Instead of going light left, you go right. 
and you ask for something different or you start to move and you start to go to a different event, that opens up so much opportunity. And as all I just really encourage people is just be curious about that. Be curious about and celebrate what you've gone through, but also celebrate where you're going. And you don't have to stay stuck in that space because I have lived, you know, I came out of medical, I'm now doing this. And it's possible for each and every one of us when we take a different step. And it's always, and the biggest thing is we just have to ask for someone. And if it's, and if your and if your friend and your family look at you and go, yeah, right. It's mm. time for you to go the other direction and find somebody when you say, hey, I want to go to this event. Will you come with me? And they say, yes, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, there's people out there that will support you. And so my legacy piece is I just want to be remembered for, you know, people just changing their story and knowing that they could make a difference and they could change and they didn't have to stay unhappy. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, what a what a legacy you have created and are continually creating for yourself on a daily basis, because oftentimes people don't even think about legacy until they're much later on in their life, you know, call it their 70s, or they're starting to think about mortality a little bit more. Um, No, legacy is what you do every single day. And you talked about what underscores that, which it does for me too, Heather, which is gratitude. You know, everything is premised on gratitude uh, because there's always something to be grateful for. And there's there's numerous, countless blessings that have all been bestowed upon us, regardless of the trials, the tribulations, the the adversity. Um, And when you step into your power, when you own the story, when you reinvent the story or you throw out the old story and you rewrite the new story uh, and, and, and pave that path and become that trailblazer and become that spitfire and become that agent of change or influencer. I mean, man, are you on fire? Now you're living on purpose. Now you're living deliberately and intentionally and for the ways in which you continue to do so every single day and that being a conscious choice of yours. And yes, we do underscore it is a choice. Uh, You've made that emphatically clear throughout the course of uh, this interview. And I appreciate that you've reemphasized that uh, on a few different occasions because it is choice. Never render yourself powerless or a victim uh, or allow yourself to be held hostage by someone else's definition of who you should be, what you should think, or how you should live your life. And for all the examples that you have illustrated within this yummy interview, Heather, I just want to say that I know that you're going to change lives for the listening audience. Um, I know that you're already doing that on a day-to-day basis in your tangible practice for what it is you do as an entrepreneur, uh, what you do as a coach. Um, and I just want to say that I think you're fantastic and you're always welcome to come back to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. And for somebody like you who's committed to ongoing perpetual growth uh, and personal growth and personal development, you're always going to have a million things that are new, <laughs> uh, that are that are coming out of the tank and coming down the pipe. So if ever you want to continually impart that to the rest of the Living uh, Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald global audience, you're always welcome to do so. You've always got an open standing invitation here, Heather. Perfect. I so appreciate you, Lisa. And I really gotten to know you over the course of the last few weeks. And I'm just so blessed that we have been put together by our good friend, Marnie. And uh, I just look forward to building more with you and being in that space. It'll be awesome. 
Likewise. And, and again, extended gratitude always uh, to Marnie Allison, who I did receive a copy of her book in the mail yesterday. And it's just fantastic. I couldn't be more proud of her. Um, but I just want to say, Heather, thank you again. And to the listening audience, thank you for taking time out of your hectic schedules, particularly over the summer schedule, uh, to join myself and guest today, Heather Andrews on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Very clear on my purpose. My purpose is to uplift you to fear less and to live more. Until next Friday, when we are again joined by yet another phenomenal guest, I want to wish you all my very best. Have a safe and phenomenal, wonderful, fearless weekend. Take care. Love and gratitude to all of you and to you as well, Heather Andrews. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And until next week, our fearless friends, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio telling you to be your own hero. Be your own hero, be your own leader, and be your own best friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.